postcard was delivered to a woman in Michigan almost 100 years after it was sent in the mail. The card was postmarked in the year 1920. So, good luck with the mail-in voting. (laughs) Oof. Oof. The foreign man (laughs) with an insight. The recent immigrant, I could barely understand him through his accent. Here's here's an interesting stat on that with all the mail-in voting. Oh, there's, there's a reporter reporting on the hurricane getting blasted by waves. That's a good gig. <laughs> Standing in the rain to right. show that it's rainy. Right. Um, the winds are really increasing here. So I didn't realize this. In, in 2016, for Trump's election, 40% of Americans voted before Election Day. I didn't know it was that high. Nor did so I. We, we, we definitely, and, and this year they expect it to be 60%, we definitely have to get away from the whole calling it Election Day. I mean, maybe it'll always be called that, but it has to have a different place in our minds. Call the way it we the look voting at it. deadline. If the majority of people, yeah, the voting deadline. If the majority of people who aren't voting on voting day, right? Then you know, let's let's you know, let's grasp what's really happening here, right? Yeah. Okay. I uh, I was struck by uh, some analysis I read about the upcoming debate between Trump and Biden. Uh, they pointed out that uh, it's similar in some ways to the Reagan-Carter debate. Um, and there was just one debate between Ronald Reagan and Jimmy Carter, and it was one week before the election. Ooh! Yeah. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. God, the campaigns were so much more compressed then, which is so good. And I miss it. And not to get off on that, but I am getting off on that since we started down that road. The comparison, it's our show. Nobody can stop us. The comparison that is interesting on that is... Carter had built such a narrative, built such a narrative that Reagan was this wild west, crazy, war hungry, fire breathing, crazy person Mm -hmm. that when he showed up on stage and most people, you know, because most people don't pay attention to the news that much. Most people were really seeing Ronald Reagan for the first and only time on that debate thought he doesn't come off as crazy. And so they'd they'd set expectations in such a place that. You know, him just being kind of a regular guy, he came off as incredibly placid and calm and normal. Well, has Trump did exactly the same thing with Biden by presenting him as a guy who doesn't even know where he is. He barely knows he's alive. Senile old uh, drooler. Yeah. Who's going to get him to the debate and then carry him out onto the stage? And if he comes out and, you know, seems to have a pretty good grasp of the facts and, and, and does all right for 90 minutes... That might be the end of the deal. Right. Similar also because Carter had fairly low approval uh, numbers, but people just weren't sure if they could trust the alternative. Likewise, Biden. Yeah. That is the problem with... There is a reverse to that, though, and I I love the reverse psychology view of this, that they have built a narrative in such that any wobble, everybody's going to jump on. Right. So so maybe maybe it does work from that standpoint. You've, You've... You've... in that, if if he if he if he has a little stumble, if they hadn't built this narrative, nobody might even talk about it. People have stumbles. People yeah. forget names of things. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And you just move on. You say, "Oh, what's the name of the guy?" Uh, hold on a second. Um, 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 um Thompson. Alex, Thompson. Alex Baldwick. Um, <laughs> but they've set such a narrative that if Trump does or if Biden does that a couple of times, it, you know everybody's oh right, right. 
Trump's got to make sure he's not so hungry for it that he does what uh, you know Julian Castro did. Oh. What, did you forget what you said? Just five, huh? Did you forget what you said five minutes ago? And, you know, that didn't work out well. What a beautiful lay. <laughs> <laughs> Julian Castro. Oh, that's that was such a beautiful example of everybody in the media just touting him. Oh, yeah, he's young, he's Hispanic, he's smart, blah, blah, blah. Then he lasts like three and a half seconds. Comes off as just a jerk. Yeah, that happens a lot. It does. Um, I'll get into this study that is... When Fred Thompson enters the race, your favorite example, that's going to change everything. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to this. The American Journal of Psychiatry has a new major correct, correction to studies about... Um, transgender surgery and treatments and stuff like that that I want to get to, but I want to give it full time. Okay. Uh, there are plenty of things we can talk about today. This is one way to handle people who don't wear masks. In Indonesia, they wear, they make anti-maskers dig the graves for COVID-19 victims. Wow. Wow. A little too much perspective. I hey, don't wear a mask, huh? How about you dig a grave for this guy who, uh, he also didn't wear a mask. See where he is now? Okay. Woo. Wow. Strong stuff. Huh? Coming to America soon. I thought you were going to say a whipping or a caning or something, because they're, they're big on that. They're big on your alternative punishments in that part of the world. And can you give us the, the long and short, or just the short if you want to, on the, the, the judge that said, hey, governor of Pennsylvania, you don't get to shut down businesses. You don't have the constitutional power to do that. Yeah, I have that around here Is that somewhere. something specific to Pennsylvania, or could that sweep the nation? Uh, I think it had to do with the Pennsylvania Constitution. I'd have to look it up, though. It, it, was, uh, it was heartening, though. To see a federal judge say, no, there are limits to your emergency powers, and there are time limits to emergencies, too. I'll have to dig it up. Um, uh, it was good news, though, for those of us who believe we must take a balanced, reasonable adult approach to how shut down we are. Well, how many people knew before March? I certainly didn't. That the government could shut down all the businesses in school? I, I, I would have said, no, they can't do that. It'd no, take an extraordinary situation. You know, I was familiar with martial law. Oh, yeah, but that, you know, that you're being invaded by Venusians or something. Sure, yeah. The people of Venus. Te- the teeth and tentacles and the rest of it. Um, Although I think Tim Sandifer tweeted out yesterday that people from Venus wouldn't be Venusians. They'd be Vener- Venarians or something like that is the proper term. And what sort of diseases would Venarians <laughs> spread, in your opinion? We were all thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> but I have the guts to say it. <laughs> um, so the, the story with Venus is the weather forecast is heavy clouds for the next million years. They always have super heavy cloud cover. Heavy clouds for the next million years. Yeah, yeah. Cloudy with a chance of mercury. Um, And the uh, atmosphere is extremely acidic and it's it's weird for life to exist there, but... Um, life exists in some weird places on Earth, too, like uh, lava fields and stuff like that. Um, so anyway, they think because the cloud cover is permanent, there are microbes that live in the clouds. And um, and they produce this gas. Uh, what's I can't remember the name of it. I have I have too many the, the, too much stuff here. Um, but the only way they've ever seen this gas produced is through things dying, essentially. So they think the presence of this gas is evidence that there are microbes living in the clouds. And what would that mean? Well, it's... I, I understand. I, for years, you know, if they ever discovered water on another planet, then they discovered, yeah, there was water on Mars. 
Okay, my life hasn't changed much. <laughs> Neither has my view of anything. It's just interesting. It is interesting. But, but you you are a person who has long assumed there is life elsewhere in the universe. True. That's I think true. it's inevitable. Uh, yeah, I think you have to be an idiot to, to, to say otherwise. Or have misinterpreted, in my opinion, the Bible. Uh, but at any rate... Uh, it's just, it would be extremely interesting to find out, yeah, there's life, there is life on multiple planets Mm. within our own solar system. But in terms of changing your life, no, I hope not, because if it ever affected life on Earth, it would almost certainly be horrible. Yeah. Um, there's a show on... Unless that gas, whose name, it was actually used as a a poison in World War I to gas people. You're talking about phosphine? Yeah, that might be it. That sounds right. Yeah. Um... Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, unless it turns out that it can cure cancer or something like right. that, but that's unlikely. There's a show on, I can't remember if it's Netflix or Disney. It might be Disney and the National Geographic stuff. Anyway, it's uh, it, it took all the footage that we've gathered so far on Mars from our various spaceships and cool. presented in you know 4K, UD, whatever that is that we, we have on our modern TVs now. And I was watching that the other night in the dark on my big giant TV and just this perfect picture of the landscape of Mars. And they put it all together in a way with music and stuff like that. It's just, it's amazing. I mean, it really boggles your mind to look at that and think, holy crap, I'm just staring at a sunrise in Mars. Right, right. Where'd you see? I think it's on Disney Channel. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. But it's just fascinating. All right. Well, speaking of science, bring us the transgender stuff, would you? It's controversial. Oh no! <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, and 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 even beyond that, it gets into and it's a reminder how often all these studies that come out of universities are wrong a lot of the times, and nobody acknowledges that. Right. Uh, that and other stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. It'll start getting cooler. I you wish just, you just watch. I wish science agreed with you. <laughs> hey, well, I don't think science knows actually. Yeah, well, that's my opinion also. I don't care. I'm I'm not a climate change denier. It makes perfectly good sense to me that uh, our our lifestyle could make the planet hotter. But I'm certainly a skeptic, and I'm certainly not a religious fanatic. I'm looking at the USA Today. Well, and even if you believe it fully, you got to be a realist about what to be done, right. what can be done. Climate change still off Trump's radar. Um, I tell you, if we have a climate arsonist in the office for four more years, America will be on fire. I heard some crazy old guy say that. And here's part of why I feel this way. Maybe this will all fit together, maybe it won't. Uh, transgender surgery provides no mental health benefit. The American Journal of Psychiatry has issued a major correction to a recent study. Study had come come out and got a lot of attention, and I think I remember hearing it myself, though I don't believe we did it on this show. The American Journal of Psychiatry, which is one of your leading publications on that sort of thing, uh, said a reduction in mental health treatment among transgender individuals exists after gender-affirming surgeries, after a total population study. Everybody saw that as good news. So you get either the drugs or you do the surgery, and you had mental health problems before because, you know, you feel like a woman, but you're actually a guy or vice versa, and mm. this, this fixes it. 
Well, um, they've retracted that conclusion. Letter to the editor by 12 authors, including ourselves, that's at the public discourse, led to a reanalysis of the data and a corrected conclusion stating that, in fact, the data showed no improvement after surgical treatment. Um, and they get into that to a certain bit. There, there's, there's no uh, let up in the need for a mental health uh, help after you do the drugs or the surgery. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of interesting on the whole transgender topic. It absolutely is. Um, on its own. But then also this, as they say in the public discourse, it's been an open secret for some time that there is a crisis of ear, ear reproducibility. You can't reproduce these scientific studies in medicine and other fields. No less a figure than the director of the NIH, the National Institute of Health, Dr. Francis Collins, wrote that the checks and balances that once ensured scientific fidelity have been hobbled. This has compromised the ability of today's researchers to reproduce others' findings. For example, the National Association of Scholars reported in 2012, and I remember we talked about this, that they tried to reproduce 53 landmark landmark studies in blood and cancer studies, but could only replicate Six, that is 11% of the landmark studies. These are studies that change things and everybody was talking about. Right. But when anybody took a look at them, only, them. only 11% of them could be reproduced. Wow. In 2015, an article was published in Science in which there was an attempt to replicate 100 studies from three well-known psychology journals in 2008. Um, nearly all had produced s- statistically significant results at the time. Whereas in the replications, a little over a third produced similar significant results. So two-thirds did not. Wow. Of significant studies that were being bandied about in the world of psychology. So this happens all the time. And it's got to fit into the climate thing. There's such a freight train of money and compliments you'll get for coming up with any proof of global warming. Right. Sure. And so... Such the opposite going the other direction. Help your get, career, too. You'll get no money, and you're you're not only not going to advance at this university, we're going to fire you if you if you have anything that goes the other direction. That's yeah. got to play a role. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've read about this, how they're, and people don't understand this if they're not involved in it, but there are, there are not only trends, but crazes in science where you have to go along. Oh, that's the, yeah, that, that that's the problem. That's one of the points there is uh, Trump saying, yeah, it'll start cooling off before you know it. Well, that's not what the science says, sir. The science? The impossible to reproduce anytime anybody looks at it on whatever you're talking about science? Yeah. Like there's ass science. Everybody gets together and we all agree this is happening. It's, it's time just, for a meeting of science. It's is everyone science. here? Science! Just the way it works. Yeah, I know it. I know it. It's also troubling because this is true with education, all kinds of health stuff. And boy, you get into the psychology stuff. The trends there, oh my God, who knows what's real and what's not for all the crap that we've heard well, well all over of your, the years. your soft sciences from psychology to to sociology to your woke uh, you know attitudes infecting every sort of class in a university those they're crazes they're like bell bottom pants they come and they go, but everybody's just wild about them for a short time, and a bunch of people will get their heads filled with nonsense. And unfortunately, it's it's more serious than bell bottoms uh, in that I believe, and, and I'm serious here, I think we have an existential crisis going on in our schools and universities in the United States. I think we have a terrible, terrible problem. Oh, yeah. Jordan Peterson was the first person I'd heard say it is a net 
negative for the country now. The universities, universities yeah. yeah. I, I don't doubt it a bit. Well, and the more I find out about what's being taught to little kids in your bluer, your purplish to bluer parts of the country, um, it is a hardcore intentional indoctrination into, uh, at the very least, progressive principles and, and often Marxist principles. These little kids being indoctrinated, plus the whole transgender thing. How many times have we we've gotten folks uh, to send us the latest, you know, Johnny might be a little girl curriculum being taught to their first graders? It's just, ugh. I know I come off as a Neanderthal knuckle dragon uh, backwards, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. Careful now, I, I have Neanderthal DNA. Maybe it's because I grew up with uh, the fears of the coming Ice Age being uh, forced on me oh, yeah. by, by science. When was that, 1975-76? We are all terrified that there was an ice age. Ice age coming. New ice age. It'd never be warm again. Mm. And Joe Biden and I will both be dead before anything can be done about it anyway. So, <laughs> I wish you all luck in the future. Perhaps you're listening to this in the future. Uh, we got a text here from a doctor who said, I couldn't agree more. Too many variables and assumptions in climate science. It's all ridiculous. And I know not everybody agrees with that. Well, and a lot of the data has been distorted, too. And, you know, the the frustrating thing to me is I would like to know what's yeah, going sure. on. Absolutely. I have an open mind and an open heart, but I can't seem to find any honesty. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don Lewis mysteriously disappeared in 1997. His family deserves justice. Do you know who did this or if Carol Baskin was involved? A $100,000 reward has been funded. You can call the tip line. So Carol Baskin of Tiger King fame made her debut on Dancing with the Stars. And the family of her missing husband... Ran an ad during the show, bought an ad that ran on national television saying, hey, do you know anything about what happened here? Because, you know, she's involved. Fed them to the Tigers. They snacking. (laughs) That's something. That that, is something. That story continues. She danced to Eye of the Tiger. Oh, boy. Digga, 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 dunt, 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 dunt. Ah, classic. That is just so funny. It, it reminds me of the uh, you know the guy who rents the airplane to pull some message over the opposing candidates, uh, right? You know, the rally or what have you. Um, yeah, that's that's funny. I was just reading CBS had an exhaustingly long uh, look at that case, um, and they did remind me that the, what's his name, uh, John Baskin, was that the the missing husband? Um, that he was. On his, he's a married guy with kids, and he was on his way to his girlfriend's when he came across a twenty, a hot yeah. a teenager crying in the street, walking down the road. Yeah, took her to a motel. Yeah, so must have had to call home and his girlfriend and see. Yeah, who, yeah, I'm a, I got a flat tire or something. Yeah, that's who Carol Baskin is. She was a young, hot twenty-something with a disturbed life walking down the street. Right when a dude shows up and picks her up in the car, so he was living quite the wild lifestyle. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he he could have run across all kinds of people that wanted him to go away. Oh yeah, this guy kept like large amounts of cash and jars buried in his barn and stuff like that. He's definitely the kind of guy who disappears for one reason and or another. And she fed him to tigers. Right. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Well, she was involved in all of his, uh, you know, his uh, hootenannies. Some of them probably outside the law. So, yeah. She decided to bump them off, take the money, fed them to the Tigers. So we got Clippers Nuggets Game 7 today? Clippers Nuggets Game 7. Oh, yeah. The Nuggets, have uh, they, they, they forced it. It, it, it. The the odds after I think it was Game Three just looked uh, it was astronomical. The the Nuggets weren't going to win it, but they 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 fought back, particularly around their very large doughy um, uh, Jokic is the guy's name. Um, and uh, doesn't the world and the NBA and Los Angeles want Clippers uh, Lakers really I would, bad? I would love this. I mean, it, that'd is be this fine. the TV show that advertises that Marxist organization every game? Yeah, I don't watch yeah. that show. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I, I might check into that. Boo, I say. Boo. They just showed up on Good Morning America, this uh, study they're doing with masks on how much air leaks out the side of your <clears throat> various masks if you don't have them fitted properly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fair amount, but it keeps you from projecting it all over the place. I the guess. number of cases and deaths is is plummeting nationwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's some pretty promising new therapies, too. I was just reading about an antibody therapy. It's called, um, well, it's an antibody therapy, anyway, um, that seems to shorten hospital stays, and University of Pittsburgh scientists um, have discovered an antibody that neutralizes the virus that causes the disease, um, and that seems to be promising as well. And don't we have a tape of the guy saying that uh, we might have a functioning uh, vaccine by the end of October. Then they've got to mass produce it and distribute it. But so yeah, there, there are a fair number of, of promising little stories out about the vid. But the rolling 14-day average, deaths are down 15%. Well, obviously, if you continue to have double-digit down for the rolling average, I mean, it just really is you know exponentially building upon itself. Uh, for instance, yesterday, 447 nationwide. We had a, d- a day recently where there were only 200 deaths reported. but um, So it's definitely going in the right direction. Yeah, here, here. Well, let's hope. In beverage news, a reopened brewery in Oakland, California, has uh, installed a uh, an ordering system entirely touchless, the Beer-O-Mat, in their outdoor beer garden. So you just go to the beer o mat and it uh, it pours you up a nice microbrew there. Um, I don't know if this is actually an advance or. How does whatever. this help my life? I don't. I don't <laughs> know. I think it's a publicity stunt. <laughs> but as long as we're intoxicated, Taco Bell has introduced a new wine, a Taco Bell wine. Well, as a wine enthusiast, I can't tell you how excited I am. If Taco Bell can bring the expertise and good taste that they've shown in their food preparation to the world of wine, well, there's no stopping them. The company that brought you Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, The sophistication of the seven-layer burrito. Please. How long did we have to put up with five-layer burritos, for instance? When six layers isn't enough. What am I, poverty-stricken over here? Five Mm -hmm. layers. Um, the, uh, the wine is called Jalapeno Noir, which sounds disgusting. (laughs) There's more to the story. We'll tell you more about the Jalapeno Noir. You'll want to pour yourself a glass, I'm sure. So everybody hates it when their check engine light comes on or your car starts making some weird noises or smoke's coming out of the hood. (laughs) No one likes that. And all you think, oh man, what is wrong? What is this going to cost? How do I deal with this? Well, CarShield's going to help you out. 
Yeah, a word from our sponsor, CarShield. It offers a wide range of protection plans that can save you thousands for covered repairs, which means that check engine light is not as scary as it used to be. God, I just read an interesting thing the other day in a finance uh, uh, publication about one of the things you need to do is come up with a cheaper way to take care of your car, and CarShield is definitely a good way to do it. Yep. You have a freedom, by the way, to choose your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work. You still get to choose who you want to work on your car. Yep, and CarShield has helped over one million drivers. America's number one auto protection company. Get in touch. You can call 800-CAR-6000. Use the code Armstrong. That's 800-CAR-6000. Say Armstrong. Or just go to carshield.com. That's carshield.com and use the code Armstrong. Oh, boy, I'm looking up at this headline. Kid Rock opens Trump rally by saying fake media will say it didn't happen. Kid Rock's doing the openings for the Trump rally. It's awesome, man. Awesome. So back to Jalapeno Noir, a Pinot Noir made by a Canadian winery uh, to accompany Taco Bell's newest menu item. It's a pairing. Uh, exactly. Uh, comes in a decent-looking bottle, they say. The bottle will sell for around $20 starting Wednesday, which is the equivalent of what three or four entire Taco Bell meals cost. So do you buy it point. at the Taco Bells? They're going to oh, be yes. in stores. Oh okay. yes, wine and cheese are simply meant to be together. So launching a new wine to go with the craveable cheddary toasted cheesy chalupa made perfect sense," said Cat Garcia with a K. So is this real or is this a stunt? Like when they have you know Burger King now has a burger where the bun is made of a donut. Oh my God, does that come with a defibrillator? <laughs> um, so is this one of those? Or I, is it... uh, yes, it's it's a stunt. Oh okay, to get lamos like me. <laughs> To Lame-o. mention it. No, they, Taco Bell has opened up like their weird cantina offshoot where you can actually buy alcohol on premise. They seem to be doing a bit of a pivot. It, it, I'm, my point is that this seems less stunty because of that. But I'm, Yeah, I'm, they offer liquor-spiked Mountain Dews and punches, margaritas, and even its first branded lager. Yeah, that's more of a red. I'm a white guy, so I'm really waiting for their cheese sauce Chardonnay to come out. <laughs> oh, boy. A couple, Chaloupe Chardonnay. <laughs> a couple of headlines worth mentioning. The Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled yesterday that the Green Party's ticket uh, is an ineligible to appear on the state ballot because of a filing error. Why is this a big deal? Um, uh, haven't talked about this much, but in 2016, one of the reasons Trump won these close states is there was a significant presence among like Jill Stein, you know, the the Green Party, the Libertarian Party. They 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 got a couple percentage points in your your Wisconsin's, your Michigan's, your Pennsylvania's. Mm. And this time around, there's just nobody with any heft at all to take that couple of percentage points that, you know, might make the difference. Doesn't it strike you as a little odd that the Green Party, which has been around for many decades, just all of a sudden couldn't quite file right? Right. Yeah. Doesn't that strike you as a little odd? Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, it's possible. And then also in politics, but good news, and everybody's been crying for this for a long time, Orrin Hatch, ancient senator from Utah up until last year, wrote an article for Time Magazine because he's ancient and still thinks Time Magazine's a thing, uh, in which he argued that Congress should make daylight saving time permanent as opposed to changing the clocks. Uh, we're changing the clocks this weekend. I didn't realize that. Oh no. And uh, he's oh, saying we, we got to stop. We got to stop. There's an, this is this is might be our greatest failure of democracy. Yeah. And more than illegal immigration or you know all the covid you know, all the different things. Everybody's in agreement. It's not even controversial. I mean, there's not even a Trump's view and everybody else's view or anything like that. There's no controversy whatsoever and we just can't make it happen. 
And every six months, we all say, why do we do this again? And somebody looks it up on Wikipedia. And <laughs> nobody it can was World up. War One, or bringing in the crops or the great, you know, gonorrhea plague of the year 1200. Or, or energy prices or something. Right. Jimmy Carter. No there's, uh, no, there's no good reason. No good reason, but we can't stop it. Just inertia. Just can't do it. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. old Orrin Hatch can uh, get his senators on board and we vote. And finally, we'd, we'd end this ridiculousness. Man, just when I get my arm fixed, it's going to be days are going to be too short to play golf. Dang it. I'm about to start enjoying the toilet free lifestyle. That's exciting. The bathroom free lifestyle. Liberated from the oppression of plumbing. Yeah. 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 I'm going to, I'm going to be living. My kids will be living like my dad, their grandpa did. Maybe Hmm. that's what I'll tell them. We're just living like grandpa did. Right. He didn't have any plumbing up until the point he left home for college, I don't think. You thinking of going shirtless, wearing a loincloth or anything? As long as you're pooping in the woods. I think we'll, I, I'm looking into a high-end porta potty Yes. But that doesn't help you with showers and baths. Mm. Still got to take a shower slash bath. Well, you got the RV, right? I realize yeah. that's not ideal. Yeah, it's got a shower in it. We don't have no tub. And my youngest like really depends on uh, hot baths for his various physical mental problems. So we're oh, going to get some sort of something. I don't know. It's going to be a disaster. Rent a bath. It's going to be a disaster. Oh, yeah. and it's, it'll only be a couple of months. Have you thought a a couple time. of months with so, no bath, with no plumbing. Have you thought of one of those like residence inns or something? I realize it's pretty expensive. Yeah, driving there and back. That's what I was mostly concerned. Just trying to do bedtimes. and I don't know. It's going to suck. It's going to suck hard. Well, no, you, you live in the residence. Oh, just live there. right there in the name. Yeah. Uh, I just like actually stay there and leave right. from there in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be expensive as heck for oh, a family of four. Yeah. For I a mean, couple of months? Yeah, you're living on top of each other. I mean. And then just drive home to feed the dogs uh, three times a day? Or? Oh, boy. Oh, golly. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, they found mold in our house, and they're just to turn out both bathrooms there up against each other, and they're just tearing out that whole part of the house. Jeez. And uh, and it's going to be months, probably. Certainly at the very least six weeks. Wow. Which is a long time. Yikes. Oh, yikes is right. Because this was settling upon us last night as I was starting to really realize it is starting Thursday morning. Just thinking, this is just one of those sucky, sucky things that happens in life and you got no choice. It's just a, yeah, this sucks. There's no spinning. This is not sucking. It's going to be expensive. It's mm-hmm. going to be a pain in the ass. Yep. It's going to be inconvenient to everybody, and there's just no getting around it. Yep. So you're going to have possibly Thanksgiving dinner without a bathroom, basically. I suppose it could be that long, yeah. Well, they will have facilities, Mike. Yeah, I know. I mean, what's, what sort of childish, idiotic gag are you working up toward? <laughs> no, nothing. I was just thinking what a pain that would be. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it was merely sympathy. I apologize. <laughs> the good news is it could be that... All or a lot of my son's problems that have kept him from being able to go to school his eight years are this mold. Wow. This mold situation might be what his health problem is. Wouldn't wow. that be incredible? It, it would be horrible and wonderful. Yeah, and, especially yeah, exactly. if, you know, the, the problems can be turned around. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, if you got any tips on living the uh, poop in the yard, yard lifestyle, hit me on the text line 415-295-KFTC. You That's should. what I think is going to happen. I think we'll start out with some decorum and some civilization. Yes. That'll with dissolve away Several real weeks quick. in, we're just squatting in the yard. Lord of the Flies, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you looking at? <laughs>
Right there next to the county road. I've never seen my squat in their yard before. (laughs) Don't judge me. (laughs) You're judging me. I don't care about your property values. (laughs) I got to go. Once again, the tech giants have shown they are absolutely awful at censoring. Have that story coming up for you, and a, a, a new look at the balance between the COVID shutdown and the damage the shutdown is doing. One texture's fear about Joe Biden's debate performance, <laughs> among other things. Okay. Armstrong and Getty. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show. Thank you very much for tuning in, doing our best to bring you up to date on what's happening in the world, not in lockstep with the ninnies of the mainstream media. To that end, uh, the next hour, the first segment of the next hour, I beg you to stay tuned if you can. If you can't, then get the podcast later at armstrongandgetty.com. We're going to talk about, it's a multifaceted story having to do with uh, YouTube's awful, awful censorship. And what was being censored was a friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, Dr. Scott Atlas, posting a video from the Hoover Institution, which is one of the most respected think tanks in America. In the world. Right, in the world. Yeah, uh, posting a video about the trade-offs between the costs and benefits of the shutdown, the vid shutdowns. And that didn't qualify? No, they removed it. They removed it. So I'll have that story for you coming up. Uh, important correction. Uh-oh. I misread, misunderstood the article I was reading. Orrin Hatch, Senator of Utah, does want to get away with daylight savings time, changing our clocks, but they do not change this weekend. It is like the weekend of October 1st. People who do not hear this correction. Okay, will, so no, the November Orrin Hatch first, thing is right. What, did November 1st? Yeah. Okay, so what? even further away than that. But anyway, not anytime soon. So, um, uh... Millions of people who heard my voice but didn't hear this segment will be an hour early or late for work. I don't know which because I don't understand how it works. <laughs> I, for one, thrive in that chaos, so I'm fine with it. Well, somebody screen captured this to us. Uh, apparently, they're going to school in the Poway School District uh, because somebody got assigned this project for school, and I don't know what age this is either. Subject, intersectionality and systemic oppression. Why are Christian white men that are socioeconomically well-off systemically advantaged while women, people of color, and LGBTQ people are oppressed in the U.S.? It's an essay question. Wow. Stated as obvious fact. Just uh, got to explain why Christian white men are given all the advantages and everybody else is held back. Right. Oppressed. It's fantastic. Just fantastic. My gay friends don't seem real oppressed. I mean, if you're talking 25 years ago, yeah, there's some stuff that I don't don't like. My kid will never attend a school where they they talk about that crap. No. We will leave the day it happens. And uh, at college, I will stop paying for it. If you want to keep going, I I ain't paying for it. We received an incredibly heartfelt listener. I'm sorry, heartfelt email from a listener who has been listening for a very long time saying, what can we 
do? You guys talk about the situations and all. What do you suggest we do? And I don't really have time. I made a little list, and, and we don't have time for the whole thing. Maybe we'll get to that next hour. But uh, I, I would say perhaps our most critical duty is to take our schools back. Ask your kids what they're learning. Look at their homework. Ask for uh, the, uh, the syllabus from the teacher. Ask for an overview of the curriculum. Go to school board meetings. I know it's a pain in the butt. This is I all a pain in the so end. know it. Yeah, it's all a pain. You wouldn't think you've got to look at your third graders' history stuff, but you do. Yeah, um, there is a wide spread and an utterly energized movement to indoctrinate your children into some really twisted ideologies oh, by the in way, schools right now. This looking at your kids' stuff, that's part of why school districts all across the country are making you sign a pledge that you won't watch the Zoom classes. Right. They don't want you to know what they're teaching your kid. Right. It's absolutely deliberate. Very and, frustrating. Yeah, and look, I'm not a paranoiac or anything, but it's shocking how widespread this is now. Because a lot of these bizarro philosophies started... In the uh, the teaching colleges, in the soft, soft social sciences that a lot of teachers come from. So, anyway, that's that's task number one. Task number two, vacuum the living room. Too much dog hair. Dust, maybe? Yeah. Armstrong no, and Getty.